Blog Talk Radio. T-minus 30 seconds and counting. You know, this used to be a hell of a good country. I can't understand what's going on with it. Chaos. 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 T-minus 15. Oh, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent. 10, 9, ignition sequence start. What you represent to them is freedom. We have ignition. We have liftoff. We have liftoff. <laughs> Good evening, Texas bikers and bikers all across the nation. This is Texas Biker Radio, number 304, and tonight. I'm coming to you from League City, Texas, and my partner, OG, you're coming from? Sandy, or I think Sandy, or somewhere close to Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> and the reason I didn't short that is because I'm running the show today off my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for technology, huh? So I hope this is going out to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm pretty sure it is. So because we're talking to each other and, uh, man, (laughs) have you been able to keep up with any of the going ons in the, in the courtrooms and, uh, what's been happening there in Waco with the, uh, the dismissals. Uh, you've been able to keep up with me yet? Well, you know, from what I've been able to read and glean, uh, it looks like uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of speculation going on after that last meeting. Uh, it it looks like they're starting to straighten the language out a little bit, so they're not using so much weasel language when they uh, dismiss these charges and it's becoming more of a with prejudice issue. But uh, at this point there's speculation. Uh, I think what to date there's 30, 40 cases that have been dismissed. Uh, Speculation is, is that the balance of the cases up to 25 to 30 cases will be dismissed and like I say, that's that's speculation. Uh, right. I have some serious doubt they're ever going to be able to seriously charge and take to trial or continue to charge and take to trial anyone because this thing has turned into such a circus. Uh, Raina has obviously lied. Uh, they've hidden ballistics facts uh, relative to law enforcement's firearms used. Uh, in the killings there and the shooting. Uh, Only, uh, I keep reading, only three of law enforcement's weapons were ever tested ballistically. It's like there's some kind of a huge cover-up as to uh, uh, which officer shot who. Uh, 
it it just goes on and continues to be a huge circus. Uh, Abel Reyna's got prosecutors quitting on him. Uh, How can they take anything to court and present any evidence that's going to convince any jurist that uh, what he's seeing is what he or she is seeing is the truth? I, I just don't think it's possible to try anything, even if there's a guilty party in there. Exactly, Mel. Not, you know, I don't think uh, they can take anyone to trial as long as Abel Rain is in office, because the lawyers are going to come back and uh, want to get the, the, go after him again for the, his, the corruption that's gone on in that's his right. office. That's right. So it's it's like we said uh, months and months ago. He just painted himself into a corner over a period of time, and it's gotten worse as things went on. And uh, man, is this? And you're right. It's it's a circus. It's a freak show. It's whatever you want to call it. I mean, and uh, some of the testimony coming out of San Antonio is not helping their case. And I really think that's the reason people have been pulled back from there. And it's not so much maybe about the budget. It's just the fact that they're getting nothing out of it. And that's a, that's a circus, too. Oh, well, yeah, those cases usually are. But uh, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how that one turns out, too. But uh, I just don't think this is going to go anywhere. I think, uh, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll be shocked if not everyone has their case dismissed. I honestly don't know how they can try anybody anymore because they've so severely tainted everything. Yeah, except for maybe the people they have on video uh, that were firing weapons. And if it it landed in anybody, I I might would think that they are in serious trouble. Well, you know what I suspect is is, uh, anybody that killed anybody is dead. Now, that could be true, too, except for maybe a few that were firing from the patio. You know? Yeah, and there's yeah, that's not even a clear picture. That could be uh, the hell I was firing in self-defense. I yeah. mean, see, Raina, Raina has so screwed this up when he stopped the murder investigation that uh, – uh, I just don't know how you can convince anyone that anyone's guilty of anything anymore. Exactly. Uh, you know, I wrote a I wrote a piece in TexasBikerRadio.org. Uh, it's going to be a three part thing, I think. Could be more, but uh, basically uh, looking at it from the political angle and from the uh, from the first days of. Uh, of Twin Peaks and how things went down and all the lies, the innuendos, the people that stood up there, you know, Sergeant Swanton, uh, uh, Abel Reyna, the the sheriff, the police department chief. I mean, the DPS, the list runs on and on of the lies and innuendos uh, uh, that, that came out of their mouths and out of the stories they fed to the media. They just ran with it like crazy. And, uh, you know, it, uh, I kind of explain in this piece uh, what our thought process was 
as we were going into the into the waves, uh, waves one through seven, and uh, how it along the way here, how it all fell into place uh, that this was going to be uh, this was going to be one in the political arena, not necessarily in the courts. Although uh, uh, what went on with the Jake Rizal trial was a was a big boost uh, in the in the demise of Abel Reyna. And uh, and I think uh, Abel Reyna's political career may be over, but who knows, you know. It seems like those guys always get uh, a new life somewhere down the line, you know. I mean, it's... Well, it's, there's uh, still that rumor that he's got some appointment, but uh, uh, if there's a federal investigation going on in the background, they may not want to touch him anymore. He may, he may no longer be the golden boy. <laughs> that's uh, that's true. As, uh, as much as he screwed this up, uh, and uh, really, I mean, it's it's whether whether he was he did it himself or the FBI or the DPS led him to believe that he could pull this off. Uh, anyway, uh, in the political arena, he just—that's uh, where this thing was going to be won, and uh, I, I feel that it was. That uh, he's no longer in office, is he? That's right. That's right. He totally lost public confidence, and uh, uh, you know, if you if you, if you really dig into this, think about it. We know there were a lot of different agencies involved that were there. Uh, hell, we even saw Homeland Security hanging around there. And uh, uh, <laughs> none of those agencies have stepped forward with anything. There has never been another mention of any other agencies other than uh, the Waco PD and what, uh, DPS, that's it? Yeah, that's a, that's about it. And, of course, and we know uh, that's know, not true because they spotted other uniforms there. Exactly. Even the game warden and everybody else was there. Help. Yep. You know, it's just it's uh you know it's it's it slipped into something that it along the way you know it took for a lot of stuff to fall right for us to be able to defeat Abel Reyna. And, uh, you know, part of it was the constant drumbeat that came from our our waves uh, to uh, the courthouse. And the fact that, that along the way I was, I was waiting for a, a signal that the, the tide was turning. And and we got them along the way. We surely did. Uh, the uh, I think um, the, the fences around the courthouse, the 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 size of the fences around the courthouse. I, I mean, and the uh, the fact that the law enforcement in that last uh, that last wave didn't even show up. 
at that point, at that point, we kind of knew we had them. That uh, Abel Reina was going to go down. Not so much law enforcement as a whole, but Abel Reina and the uh, the system that uh, has its way with everybody that gets caught within its web. And uh, for the first time, I think in a long time, uh, that didn't happen in McLennan County. Uh, And I think they may be still reeling over it. Oh, I'm sure they are. uh, uh, They were so sure they were going to win. They were... uh, (laughs) They weren't even concerned. Uh, even even the guy who won thought he was going to lose. But I think I, I think the public was so turned off by the time that primary hit that uh, Raina just didn't have a chance. So much had been brought out. Exactly, Mel. You know, uh, along the way there. The uh, it was the uh, it was the media that became the, our target. It was convincing them along the way that uh, what they were being told by law enforcement wasn't any place close to one hundred percent true, or maybe it wasn't even close to fifty percent true, or how about? Twenty percent, maybe. Just well, along saying. about the the second or third wave was when I talked to that uh, journalist from uh, I think it was uh, one of the one of the TV channels out of Dallas just before we took off for Waco, and we got into that conversation because uh, you know what Raina and Swinton pulled right after Twin Peaks had everybody turned against the biker community as a whole. Uh, Mm -hmm. Horrible things were said, were intimated, uh, and just flat lies were told. Uh, I mean, for God's sakes, according to Swanton, there was a horde of bikers on their way to Waco with uh, uh, retaliation, and revenge in mind, and they robbed armories on the way down to get uh, oh, grenades yeah. and rocket launchers. I mean, I I, I remember that that language, and uh, uh, because we started protesting, we started screaming, uh, we started talking about what we thought really happened. The media started paying attention, and that uh, that guy from I think it was Channel 10 or one one of the channels uh, said to me, he said, you know, in the beginning we believed what they had to say and now we're not so sure and we're starting to ask questions. And from that point forward, I think the media kind of caught on to what in the hell was going on and we had another motorcycle community version of Branch Davidian going on. And they exactly. thought they were going to they thought they were going to get by with it. Yeah, Mel, the the uh, 
the the first media to actually turn their turn the tables and look back at law enforcement was the the AP who started questioning the uh, the weapons count. And it was yep. um, there was over a thousand at early on. That was uh, that was incredible. It's still high as far as I'm concerned. That uh, that last count of about three hundred something. Because you know most bikers carry a knife. There well, they they were people. counting crap. They got out of cars, saddlebags. Who knows where they got them from? Uh, if you were to count actually what was physically carried on most individuals. Uh, it would have been a pretty shallow count. You know, well, they never they never said there there was a single illegal weapon found. They never said that. No. And you know, you and I know if there had been, they would have been howling to the moon about it. Well, hell, they were even calling steel-toed steel-toed boots a weapon. Right. Uh so, give me a break. Yeah, anybody that that's uh, been, been down on a motorcycle knows that uh, it's important to protect your feet. <laughs> it, there's no way you want to walk around with a mangled up foot, that's for sure. It hurts. Oh, listen, had I not had boots on that one time I went down, my foot would have been crushed. Yeah. As it was, I limped around for a week. Oh, I remember that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, boy. You know, and then we had the, uh, well, we had the famous uh, lunch pail incident or ice chest incident. Oh. You know, I remember talking to Captain Smith, Mel, and he said, well, he said, when when he told me we had to move everybody, he said, he said mm-hmm. I know we're going to get, he said, I know we're going to get blamed for this. And I turned around and looked at him and I said, you damn right you are. This is all about perception. And uh, look at what they've been doing to us. So, uh, Yeah. That was going to happen because we never knew for sure. You know, you wanted to believe Captain Smith because he was a pretty good guy, but at the same time, you just can't trust 100%. Yeah. And for all you know, it could have very well been the Waco PD that did that. Exactly, because you know what? There's just so many lies. It comes out of law enforcement nowadays. I mean, you just you just look what's happening nationally, and you know that 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 same crap that goes on there filters down or it filters up one or the other, whichever one it might be. Maybe that's the type of law they were practicing when they were just the regular uh, cop on the beat or FBI agent or what. <clears throat> But they're they're no longer the bastions of truth that everybody thought there was in this nation. Now they suspect, and they have a right to. 
Yeah, even uh, even the FBI has gone way down. Yeah. In public opinion, yeah. no longer the stellar exactly. institution it used to be. That's right. They keep it up. They'll be lower than Congress. Well, right now, I would say the Justice Department, the FBI, probably has a lower rating than the proverbial used car salesman. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's somewhere not, between not to knock anybody out there that sells cars. used cars, but, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be even a new car salesman nowadays. That's right. The, the way they get you in there and uh, treat you and try and sell you this, try and sell you that, on top of the car you just bought that you thought had a pretty good warranty, and they're in there trying to sell you more. Just a thought. Remember, when we first started digging into this and we found out about the machine there in McLennan County, the machine, the... uh you know that that makes our that law and that court system that makes it corrupt. The for-profit jails, asset forfeitures, excessive bonds, and outlaw public officials. I mean, my God, it was there and on display for everybody to see. You know what? Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? (laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, corruption reigns everywhere. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, You know, in in the beginning, the fantastic stories they were coming out with, like you just pointed out, that you know, they, they went by an armory and stole C4 and all this other stuff. Oh, and by the way, the military guys were helping them. That's what they said. Young military yeah. guys. Yep. <laughs> now, that one came from the DPS. <laughs> and the sheriff <laughs> announced it. <laughs> yeah, that. That was sad. That was really sad. Line and Seeker took it and ran with it on the national news. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Do you think there was any truth that ever came out of Sergeant Swanton's mouth when he got up there? Never. Any? I didn't Never. He, you know... uh, in Nazi Germany, his title would have been propaganda officer. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, is that's what we're going to call him from now on. <laughs> the propaganda <laughs> officer, right? <laughs> exactly. We'll put a we'll put one of those mustaches on him. Right. <laughs> oh God. You know, uh, we, I mean, we weren't the first to appear in front of the courthouse. We do have to give that that brave group of people that went out there first and stood there in front of the there courthouse. Was a and, small group of no more than two dozen. Yeah, yeah. They, they got out there, and then uh, 
it wasn't long after that we did that um that we decided this is the method we would use to make that constant drum beat. Yeah. And that's exactly what we did over a three year period. It's unbelievable that uh it's three years, man. It's close to it. It's May second now. Wow. Just unbelievable. Yeah, this month is three years. Mm-hmm. No matter when, I guess when the lawyers started going after him and and uh, trying to get his uh, his uh, assistant prosecutors to testify against him or testify. Period. Uh, that. Uh, this thing really, it, it, that just kind of poured gas onto the fire. It really did. And, I, you know, everybody can thank, uh, I think, thank Clint Broden about that one and others that were uh, were joining in on that on that drum beat. It definitely well, was. Just my personal opinion here, but I really think that Raina and crew dug their heels in because they knew they had nothing to begin with. And their only hope and prayer was that with time, we would go away. (laughs) Exactly. And give up. I honestly believe they were trying to buy time to make everyone forget so that they could resurrect what they initiated. Yeah. You know, Mel, I think we actually ought to, uh, here over the next, over the, how many ever days it is to, to, well, that would be, what, 15 days? Because this was the biggest case of motorcycle profiling in history at one time. You know, all these people that were there, there was like 250 people there, from what I told, what I was told, the, the, the total amount of people that were at Twin Peaks, um, and everybody there was profiled, and people were arrested for not only for the fight in the parking lot, but who they associated with and what they were wearing. Yeah. God, life for God help you if you have the wrong patch on. Exactly, exactly. Or the wrong color. That's right. Or the fact or the fact that you were there. The thing is, Mel, that was the, maybe the largest motorcycle profiling at one time in history. And maybe we should just make May seventeenth uh national motorcycle profiling day. In yeah. memory of the stuff that went on in Waco. Makes sense. I, I, I think so. Maybe we'll put it out there. But uh, let's think about that. Because pure and simple, that's what that was in the early hours. And then the way they treated everybody and mistreated everybody... And the way they were they were dealt with, like they were scum. Oh, by the way, they happened to be American citizens. 
with jobs, families, and everything else. But that didn't make any difference to them. They needed everybody to fit the narrative. That's all they cared about. Period. Fitting the narrative. And it's pretty sickening when you think about it. It really is. And you could you could think to this day and time, uh, any one of these law enforcement agencies could uh, could throw some uh, some illegal substance or something, or you know have it have it close proximity to wherever you're meeting at or whatever, and come in and arrest everybody and put false mm-hmm. charges against. Yeah. And I don't put that past them. I do not put it past them because it seems like the hate coming out of law enforcement is outweighs common sense. Abel Rayner should have known he that he couldn't try 154 people in that little damn small courthouse with a limited budget. He should have known that. It didn't take us long to figure it out. And that's the reason, Mel, we were also doing the waves is to make them spend money. All them law enforcement officers hiding in the wings, they're either drawing overtime or they've got to have comp pay. And that's not cheap. It doesn't come cheap. And the fact that the... (laughs) That they didn't show up at the last rally, it just tells you that, uh, hey, that's when they started uh, putting the brakes on the money, the money flow. Because the state is no longer going to have money, throwing money their way. That put on those brakes, I feel. Had a lot to do with it. Well, there's what damn near five million dollars by the time they finished with the finally the first case they took to trial that they basically lost because it was a hung jury. Yeah. Five million dollars into it. Yeah, I Mel, mean, I almost can't wait to see if they want to go back to that well. I don't think they Yeah, will. they only had uh what? 130 or 40 or 50 more cases to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not counting the civil lawsuits that are hanging in the wings right now. You know, Mel, I, I often think what what it would have been like if Abel Reyna would have started out and actually tried somebody that was guilty of a crime instead of the route he took and Instead of uh, and, going and come to court quickly, yeah, yeah, catching catching everybody what he else. Did was, he gave us enough time to bring out enough facts. Exactly. To let everyone know what was really going on. <laughs> exactly. I mean the whole. I mean. It would have made Abel Reyna very, very hard to defeat. It's like I always say, it's 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 hard to uh, 
it's hard to figure out. I had, to, had a call coming in here. Anyway, it's hard to figure out uh, how to, to defeat an incumbent, although we've done it several times. Um, and making that happen is uh, is tough. But we had we had things working in our favor, and the big one of the big deals was the fact that he aimed at the banditos rather than anybody that's actually guilty of a crime. And that was from day one. Just like you said, it gave us it gave us time to work on uh, work on everybody, including potential jurors, including the media, everybody, and to make everybody sick of it, because we certainly were, still are, and we we keep pleading to them, hey, it's time you uh, you dismiss all these cases and let the innocent go, and then you figure out. Who's actually might be guilty of something? They've already screwed up a ton of lives, careers, and families. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Mel, is there anything else you want to bring up tonight? Anything you see out there in the news? Oh, hey. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The... the, uh, (laughs) The Waco Police Department seized 12 pounds of methamphetamine in Waco, making its way up from Mexico. There you go. And guess you know, what? Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't a biker. Oh, that's right. That's right. All this stuff going on around the nation is not bikers. You know, I want to say, uh, you know the. Uh, the dad of a uh, that, that uh, his daughter was killed in Florida, and man, let me tell you, he's taken the uh, the um, the public officials there in Florida to task, especially that deputy that uh, stood outside the building as uh, his daughter was shot nine times. Wow! I think he was uh, uh, he shot her four times and then come back and shot her another five. She was trying to protect another student from, uh, from being shot. Hmm. And that's one pissed off dad, and he ain't going to let go. He's going to go after people, and he probably should. He's got a, he's got a, uh, he's got the media listening to him, so and a, a national audience. So there we go. And I, I wish uh, Robert Mueller would stop his bullshit. I'm tired of hearing about that. And I think the rest of the country is, too. Donald Trump's oh, doing yeah. a good job. Donald Trump's doing a good job. The economy's going along good. Uh, why screw things up uh, just because Democrats are pissed off? And we want to go back to that other shit, I guarantee you. And Mel, I'm saying prayers to the families of the servicemen that uh, that died today. I think they were Puerto Rican National Guard uh, airplane that crashed the C-130 uh, in Savannah, Georgia. 
And, uh, oh, was, wow. Uh, doing a training mission to, if they were flying to somewhere, someplace in Arizona. And uh, I guess, uh, luckily, uh, it landed on a highway, and luckily, nobody on the ground was hurt. Mm. They said it came in kind of slow, and then it just uh, looked like it probably stalled, but it didn't go nose down. It just lost. It lost lift. Just dropped like a rock. Went into a flat spin, yeah. Actually, didn't even have time to spin. It just belly flopped into the ground. But I hear uh, five people did survive that thing. Of the nine that were in it. That's a miracle within itself. That is a miracle within itself. Because there were plans and stuff everywhere. Mel, you got anything else? If you don't, we're both long distance. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I I wish I was in town. They got that big NRA convention going on in Dallas this weekend. Well, I know. Uh, I know. And and I and I hate to miss that. Uh, yeah. Being an NRA member myself, uh, you know, I think that would be uh, that would be exciting to be at. Uh, and yeah. I know uh, Trump's going to be there too. He's supposed to be uh, speaking there over yeah. the weekend. So that'll we'll be interesting. Get that speech. We'll try and get that speech out there to, to everybody. Okay. So we can listen to the president. Uh, take them on. That's what he does. He takes them on. You yeah, betcha. All right. Hey, Mel. Have a good evening, man. Thanks for joining me. Okay. I'm gonna try you and, too. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and end the show. Okay, good good luck. On the phone. <laughs> All right, good night.